This is the I'm Stuff Podcast, the podcast where we teach you stuff about eating disorders that you may not have heard before. And of course, we're trying to fight off that bitch of an eating disorder. I'm your host, Queenie June Borgman, and in today's episode, episode 13 of season 7, we're talking about bloating. Okay guys, welcome back to episode 13, and 13 is all about bloating, we're in season 7, we still have 7 episodes to go, and as you know, stuff always goes differently, because I would like to interview people, but my life becomes so hectic that it's almost impossible. Uh, However, I have been searching around with topics that people find necessary to learn more about, and with people, I mean, of course, people that have an eating disorder, and I stumbled upon numerous times the question around bloating, because at the end of the day, bloating is something you will experience even with uh, anorexia, Uh, bulimia or binge eating. Uh, Either you're bloated because of an excess amount of calories, uh, maybe you're bloated because you're just starting out eating a little bit more, Uh, maybe you have extreme hunger, maybe your gut bacteria is off. So many things can lead to bloating and it can be a very uncomfortable feeling. So what can you do to make that less? And what is the prognosis? What will happen eventually? When will the bloating stop? Because I can imagine you're questioning that because at some point I had the same problem and it really looked that I was like three or four months pregnant and I would like be wearing dresses and like I still remember, feel the discomfort, smell the discomfort, but also know how shitty it looked when I was wearing clothing and For me personally, my stomach area wasn't per se a problem, but if you have that hyperfixation on that area, I can only imagine how... um how how impactful it can be. So we're going to talk about that in this episode. Before I'm going to jump to that, I'd just like to remind you to the fact that you can always follow the podcast, that you can share it with a friend, and that you can tell your co- co-worker about it you can tell another patient about it you can tell your parents about it about it or your caretakers and make people more enlightened about the situation you're in we're almost hitting 20k and that is super super cool so if you feel the necessity of sharing any other episodes snapchat instagram tiktok wherever you are please do so Uh, and let's make sure that people get wiser and more knowledgeable about this topic. A quick little update, and not per se life-wise, but funny thing just happened. I bought some cheesecake for my clients. Uh, They were talking about some Italian cheesecake, and I was like, you know, before I give them some lessons, I'm just gonna pick that up for them. And in return, uh, the client that actually was a former cook gave me this piece of carrot cake. She makes cakes every week. And she's a cook, of course, so that stuff taste hella good with frosting on it and sometimes you know you have this little moment of standing still uh specifically when you are post eating disorder and you're like oh my god i can eat something that somebody gave to me that was homemade you do not know the calorie count of it and you can just enjoy it even add something to it because i was out of frosting so i started adding something different on that just be okay with it drink a cup of tea and life goes on and if i would take that same meal and gave that to the person like six years ago, I would have a proper freak out, would maybe have over-exercised, maybe started to look up the ingredients and guesstimate how much calories it would be. 
and now that is just not a thing and these are these little moments and i know a lot of people that are post eating disorder you know they don't take the time anymore to share it because they've been there done that and often don't want to go back to that part uh, but it's something we forget to say as post eating disorders on how it can look and how life can look you can grab something from a store you can grab a food item that somebody made with a lot of love eat it enjoy it and life moves on so if you think that is not possible please don't be so skeptical because it is um and let's jump into this um new episode oh there was one thing i still wanted to share um i was doing the scavenger hunt and we needed to find our uh spirit animal and actually i never really thought about you know what is my spirit animal until i came uh, to the some memes and i actually saw myself back into raccoons so raccoons are in dutch wasberen and raccoons are very much known for actually eating everything they they scavenger throughout the city they just eat everything that is in sight and the funny thing is that i really identify with that because for me basically i also eat everything that is in sight when food is made for me and I come, I come home late at night, I still eat that. Or when we're out and people give me, you know, food or drinks, I will eat that. So I can really identify by, by being the raccoon. And for me, that means I'm not the picky eater anymore. So that little, I think the little cross link right there, I found very funny because back in the day, it would be picky as fuck. And now I just eat it, enjoy it and life moves on. Just like with the carrot cake. Guys, it is possible, but let's jump into the bloating. So bloating actually has several reasons, but one of the most common reasons are your gut bacteria is off, you're eating more food and your system needs to digest more. So bloating can occur because the body isn't used to it anymore. And well, there's maybe more reasons. You are maybe eating too much products with sweeteners and fibers and if i think uh, think about it as well so i said gut bacteria sweeteners uh, volume of food and bloating can also exist because of the that was what i was looking for the less variation you gave in your system so maybe you're only eating x x amount of foods that are your safe foods and your body isn't used to all the variation and diversity you can have from different food items so all of them what i just basically said um there are a few things you can influence and some things take time and if you really want to not experience the direct hinder and sometimes also pain of bloating one of the most best things to invest in is not eating stuff that has sweetener in it so the fizzy drinks the chewing gum uh, even coffee um, and just products that are loaded and loaded with sweetener they actually feed the gut bacteria with something that doesn't have a lot of calories and how at least it was described to me during my education it was you know the gut bacteria are eating that they're making little farts and those farts are eventually why your stomach is getting that bloated the main big difference i think personally with experiencing it myself is that this bloatedness of eating too much food can give discomfort but the bloatedness of the fake fibers the sweeteners like you maybe are eating a protein bar that has fake fiber that is very high and a lot of sweeteners 
it can at some point be very painful. So if you want to invest in having less problems of bloating, one of the first things you should do is throw out the fake food. Uh, so, you know, just like I said, cola zero, uh, fake fiber foods that are high in fiber, like, uh, I don't know, nut bars or protein bars that have a crazy amount of fiber or these low carb tortilla wraps, bread and everything also who has a lot of fake fiber, they eventually just irritate the stomach too much and the intestines because the the body cannot handle it yet because it has been damaged basically. And even after that, it still is very hard to digest even for people that do not have an eating disorder. So that is that part. Uh, then we have the part of less variation. So if you're stomach and intestines are not getting a lot of uh, diversity you will lack certain uh, gut bacteria and some people will take probiotics to you know fill them up again and of course it can grow a bit but if your food isn't the optimal base to grow on um, you will always be dependent of probiotics to get somewhat good gut bacteria so variation in food eating different types of carbs, eating different types of fruits and vegetables are so important. And just to give a little bit of an insight, these gut bacteria are not per se built on animal products, uh, excluding yogurt, so dairy, because they can be built on that. But if you're eating meat or eating fish, your gut bacteria cannot per se grow or exist from that. They need something that can ferment. They need something... Uh, mostly plant-based uh, to grow so if you want to invest in less bloating one of the things you should and start out with is trying to introduce different fruits and trying to introduce different veggies don't look at the carbs it's believe me it's the biggest bullshit ever that diet and trying to invest in adding whole wheat or wheat products back again if we look at whole wheat and wheat like in white flour a lot of the people that eventually are bloated have um, irritable bowel syndrome. So if you have that and you see you can you react too much to wheat, you can try spelt. That's a very nice grain that can be more easily digested. But if you are so far in, maybe whole wheat isn't a good idea and you can be better eat white bread. And it sounds a little bit crazy, but of course, it doesn't have a lot of nutrition value, but you need to start somewhere to build up again. And hopefully you can gradually increase the fiber and fiber of the foods. And these are very different than the fake fibers that are added to a protein bar or to a nut bar or oat bar. Because normally that little piece of bread or normally that little piece of nut bar or protein bar wouldn't have that much uh, fiber so it's a more natural way of digesting um, the product another thing i'm going to jump back to um, variation the volume if the stomach and the intestines didn't get a lot of food they will just uh, how you say in dutch so they will adapt to the circumstances and they will still work but go slower or would depend more on the what the one or several food items that came in so the bloating you will experience is basically your whole system that needs to get adapted to healthy eating again and getting normal amounts of calories and normal foods in so for a very long time it can be that you are bloated because that system is damaged by you and long time can be somewhere between 
two to six months and if you have binge eating maybe your you know gut area already has been adapted but because of getting high hits of foods that are not you know the normal calories but the very much surplus um, that's another part of discomfort because this, the the gut area is just saying it's too much and you should stop so realistically saying and seeing you will see that that part can take most long but is also most rewarding because by adding more food adding more calories your signals of your body and around the gut area uh, leptin and ghrelin will eventually work better again and therefore your hunger signals will become better and you will not be eating xx amount of heaps of food for the rest of your life and your satiation will work eventually better and you will be eating the amount that is good for you and eventually you will feel less bloated but you need to trust that process and that is of course very fearful and very scary but very rewarding so if we're looking at you know the sweetener thing it's something with the bloatedness that you can fairly quickly stop because throw out the sweeteners and fake fibers and you know you're getting there when it comes down to the variation you can also invest in that and that is also something the body fairly quickly can you know adapt to like maybe in one month or two months you will see a difference in that uh, your poo will be smelling different the consistency will be different because the probiotics are getting into the system and the prebiotics the prebiotics are fibers by the way but when it comes down to the bloating and the volume of food it will take a little bit longer, uh, also depending on how much you've damaged your body. So your body really needs to get used to normal amounts of foods or maybe a little bit more extra because you need to gain weight. And that can give some discomfort anywhere between one to six months as what I've seen with clients. It differs per person. That's a very rewarding investment to get your hormones back on track again. Are there then any specific foods you can add to help this process? Um, it really depends where you are, but adding veggies and veggies also can be like, for example, kimchi or sauerkraut. I wouldn't do kimchi because it's spicy, but sauerkraut um, or in this case, what's called again, tea or uh, and then fer fermented tea or yogurt can really help with the digestion and adding good bacteria again so i would actually say that if you are experiencing very much of bloating try to add yogurt on room temperature in your diet drinking tea that's fermented and trying some sauerkraut maybe into a salad or in a dish and don't go overboard in this because more of it will not per se work but if you're eating it regularly it will have its work I know there are some people that are listening to this and maybe, you know, they're thinking about the drink Yakult. So Yakult has only one isolated probiotic. And if you would drink that whole little pack of seven bottles, it should be for at least a month. You could have that one specific bacteria back again. But after that, you can stop. And it doesn't per se mean often people with eating disorders are not missing one probiotic, but several. So actually, I wouldn't invest in that and would rather take a probiotic supplement. This can go two ways, the probiotic supplements, because for some people it can help. For the other people, it can give them diarrhea. For other people, nothing will happen at all. So it really depends on which stage your body is. But a probiotic with several uh, bacteria could help 
to help you with this situation and be less bloated and what type of brand you need to have that is so different in every country but keep an eye on several bacteria in a supplement and always make sure you store it at room temperature because the bacteria are alive and they will die if you put them in the fridge so that part of advice i would i would say i would use that and sincerely sincerely will say again that whatever you do even the cola zero isn't that bad but adding chewing gum and coffee in your diet will really really mess up your gut system and will keep you bloated and of course laxatives aren't a good idea as well so these types of items these three items i would definitely pull out to make sure that you're not well to make sure that you are not walking around and about with the bloating and these are the things you could influence the most to really reduce the bloating from a day-to-day -day basis the other things keep have a little bit more of an investment time somewhere between one to six months but are very very beneficial to do so and then there's one thing and i think there's a psychological aspect of this of course you feel your stomach is bloated but it doesn't mean that you've gained weight it just means there's gas in there that's trying to escape and for some people you know the bloatedness can and especially depending on how malnourished you are can really trigger the fact of oh you see my i'm eating more so now my belly is already growing now i'm getting fatter gaining weight really takes some time and throughout time and i think clients of mine can say that and even i dare to say that gaining weight is way harder than losing weight um, because the mindset uh, often the people for the mindset for losing weight is higher the motivation than it is for them for people to gain weight it also is seeking out discomfort from day-to-day -day basis because you're always going just a little more just just a little a little more to get where you want to be and it can be very tiring and also because of course your digestion um, you know, you need to go to the toilet a little bit more often. The body has a little bit more longer time of processing. Uh, some people, they eat late in the evening and therefore they stay awake. So their uh, sleep pattern is getting influenced as well. So if you're trying to gain weight, don't eat like maximum two hours before your sleep. Have a little snack, but nothing too crazy. Because otherwise the gaining weight feels even more negative than it maybe already feels for you. But... The mental part and the mindfuck of this is that although your stomach is temporarily bloating, it doesn't mean that you just gain weight from that meal or from that day or from that week. It really is a long-term investment over time. And that is just your mind, specifically the eating disorder that is playing with you. Your body will not only gain weight at one specific area, it will distribute over the whole body. However, it could be also depending on how much you damage your body that your body chooses for temporarily to bring some fluid around your stomach area and to choose to have a little bit more of cushion there in the beginning phase and afterwards distribute it because of the vital organs being there and they should be kept warm. So if they, the body knows that it's getting enough in on a day-to-day -day basis and they, it chooses to keep all the vital organs protected because you know without them you're nothing and at some point the body trusts you enough and will distribute the weight to where it needs to go and it this goes different for everybody some people do have this some people do not have it but just so you know 
it will eventually be better although it maybe doesn't feel this way at the moment so guys this was this episode about loading this is kind of the breakdown on what is happening what you can do about it um and i think if you dare to invest in this you'll see very different results in six months uh if you have ibs so irritable bowel syndrome um then maybe have a dietitian that's looking with you on how and what um and if you have certain allergies or something or intolerance uh try to not you know although you're trying to recover try not to eat something that you're sensitive for because otherwise it will counter uh work for you so this is this episode guys again don't forget to follow the podcast share it with a friend and we'll see you the next time at episode 14Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I also hope you learned something from it and it helps you out with recovery. In the meantime, I want to give you a little bit of a heads up of all the things where you can find us. You can find us on at imstuff underscore com on Instagram at imstuff.nl on TikTok and on imstuff.nl where we even have an ebook about eating disorders. So if you want to know more, check that out. And just don't forget to share the episode, give it to a friend that you think is in need and you can follow the podcast and leave a review if you want to. Enjoy that and enjoy your day.